Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther Jr. And now, introducing to the mic, my partner in crime on this atmospheric, internationally known podcast, happy heal himself good what's going on ringside crew what's going on internationally known what's on going on another galaxy far away wow but yeah you forgot one more okay. we're now known across the stars now across the stars i'm gonna have some cute nerds little alien nerds with red glasses running around and little ones running around with uh Multiple arms swimming around saying, I know I like Metal Geek, I like Jonathan Panther, I'm fighting different arms. So, Geek, you ready, ready to introduce our, our lovely guest? Yeah, go ahead. This young lady's known across the galaxy and around the stars. Oh, yeah. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome up above us in the galaxy far, far away to Riley Rocket. I guess this is the third time's the charm now, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Raleigh. Welcome to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I guess, I guess you're having um, space station problems, right? In the international city, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So, welcome. Um, this is our favorite little thing that we do after work, <laughs> like our fun little getaway and. Yeah, so so my uh, well, if our fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Riley Rocket. I am a professional wrestler. I have been wrestling for two and a half years. I am trained by the WWE Hall of Famer Ricky Morton. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. That made my old school heart hitter even harder. <laughs> I'm like the old school fun guy on the show that as a geek likes to make fun of me, I'm like Grandpa Joe sitting on the bench talking about old school wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. My my first question is what was it what what is it like getting trained by a an absolute like goat of the the goat of the tag team world? Oh my god, so another fellow wrestler. He wants to fight her now. Oh geez, we got <laughs> Tamaku from Texas. He wants to fight her. <laughs> She's trained by Ricky Morton, so you better be careful, Tamaku. You may, you may get the uh, <laughs> Canadian destroyer. <laughs> yeah, he knows that now, right? <laughs> yeah. So, what was it like being trained by Ricky Morton? It's awesome. I mean, of course, you know, he's a WWE Hall of Famer, and he is old school, so he's a lot harder on us. Um. I was the only girl that's been trained by Ricky himself. Wow. So it's just, it's, it's this huge respect thing too. Like I, I, when I first met him, I didn't really know who he was. I, I grew up watching him, but at the same time I was like, are you sure I know who you are? Because he wasn't with, um, he wasn't with Robert. He was just by himself at school of Morton. So I was like, oh, you know, 
who are you? And then we sat down and, you know, every, every training session, we do what we're supposed to do. And we just listen to him talk and we just listen to everything that he's been through and just different things that he can and can't teach us. And it's just, it's amazing. It really truly is. It's a lot of pressure too. A lot of pressure. I can imagine like with a legend like him, like a goat, like him, it must be like hard to be like, he asked he has he asked you to grapple like this and you do like this and he's like no, no, no it's like this it's like this and this you know what i mean like so many different like styles because he, he the man still could go he yeah. could still go in the yeah. ring i just saw him recently like two years ago he was wrestling in new japan mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's done an, he's done an aew a lot recently so yeah that's mm-hmm. it so he's he's everywhere you know yeah he could do. He still can do a Canadian destroyer. Geek was telling me. I'm like, what? Yeah, he, I, I, I was like, what? I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, Ricky Morton. I'm like, doing Canadian destroyer. He still got it in the ring. So yeah, 64 years old doing Canadians off the apron onto like what? It doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, I'm like, what year is it right now? Right. <laughs> yeah. Did like, you tell you? I want to do that when I'm 64. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sitting at the door being a greeter again. <laughs> right. I was a greeter for three, like eight years at Walmart. I'll be back at the door at 64. I'll be like, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your turn, geek. I can't talk the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I was watching some of your matches, actually. And some of your matches, I've noticed. You, you take a beating, right? So like kind of like how Ricky Morton does in his matches. So is that something you want to pay tribute to, or is that something he taught you? Um, it, It's definitely something I want to pay tribute to because he's the best seller and the best baby face in the entire business. Uh-huh. And I want people to look at me and be like, oh, that's, you know, that's the female Ricky Morton when it comes to selling and, and ring work and everything. Yeah. So, how many different outfits do you have? Because I was watching one that you had like the black shirt and the tights, and then you have the white outfit I saw with the fluffy shoulders. I guess that must have been your new outfit. Uh, actually, no. That was for a special show against. Uh, it was. Um, I think it was called Battle of the Sexes, and that was a huge event between me and my opponent, Dylan McQueen because that was our third time wrestling and it was kind of like third time's the charm and it was this huge show. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go full out. And I decided to wear that white outfit, but my usual gear is just the blue galaxy top with some um, black bottoms. And I also have my robe that I come out with as well. Uh, But the black on black is something that I'm doing exclusively for SOM right now. Yeah. I saw that. I was watching it on YouTube. You guys definitely should check out uh, her, uh, the YouTube channel. It's there's lo- tons of good matches on yeah. it. Like her, Riley Rocket. There's like so many like great talent in your promotion. I was like, wow. Oh my! I was blown away. Yeah. Like, a little East Coast wrestling fan like me, old school. I'm watching this stuff. I'm like, there's so many. Riley, Riley Rocket. There's McQueen, and there's this this. We're also having um, Meg. Meg, she's part of McQueen. She's part of McQueen's stable. Megan. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't think of the other half. I know it's Meg. She's she has pink hair, like short, like a like a crew cut kind of thing hairstyle. Yeah. Can't think of her last. I know it's Meg. She's coming on the end of this month. So is yeah. so is one of your rivals. So is Trixie. Yeah. We get around with our guests. <laughs> we get around the world and the galaxy. The uh, galaxy yeah. apparently now is the galaxy, right? Far, far yeah. away. Yeah. That you when you sent me that promo, I was at first I watched it and then your voice did that weird weird thing, and I was like, "Is was that supposed to be part of it?" And then I thought, "Oh my god, she must have made her voice do that in the promo." But then I was like, "No," but it made it even sound cooler. Right. <laughs> cooler because like a weird distortion in the voice when you started talking and then it went away and i was like i'm not asking her to do it again because i don't even mean and because it sounded cool because it sounded like a space age thing it did with oh, the book good was, good like and i was like yeah she probably could beat me up and I don't hit women, so I'd be the guy that goes, nah, we're good as you're pulling me by the back of my shirt. Give me a Canadian destroyer. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right, you next, Geek. Um, yeah, I th- actually have a question from the audience. It's like, well, who got you into wrestling? I grew up watching wrestling, so I think part of me always wanted to be a professional wrestler, but I blew it off because I was like, no, I'm a girl. That's a guy's sport. I'm going to grow up and be a Disney princess. So, and then I actually moved to Tennessee about four years ago, and I met Carrie Morton, who is Ricky Morton's son. I actually met him at a fashion show, and he told me all about his dad and about his dad's wrestling school, and I had no idea that I knew who Ricky was. So I went home, and I told my mom and dad, I was like, hey, you know, I met this guy named Carrie Morton, and he's the son of Ricky Morton from the Rock and Roll Express, and my dad started, like, freaking out. He's wow. like, what do you mean the Rock and Roll Express and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, yeah, they've got a local promotion around here. And I think it would be really cool if we went to go watch. So we went for like four months and just started watching. And then it actually hit me. And I was like, wow, this is this is something I want to do. And it's not every day that, you know, um, how I was like 16 going on 17. It's not every day that a 16 year old girl wants to be a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is something I want to do. I've been, you know, and I've, I've been doing it ever since. My parents are like, okay, we can help pay for you until you're 18. And then once, once you turn 18, you got to do it yourself. So ever since then I've been going. Do you have, do you have any stories in the ring or uh uh do you mean like during training or during matches with ricky any anything that you could tell um yeah our training is brutal it's a lot even more brutal now but we do um this deck of cards workout for cardio usually after we're done actually like training uh, a deck of cards workout. So each suit is a specific workout, whether that's burpees, mountain climbers, push-ups, and sit-ups. Aces are something specific, and jokers are usually a rest. But we have to go through all 52 cards and just work on our cardio, which is it's brutal, but, you know, I enjoy it. So, <laughs> yeah. um, 
but also something that has always stuck with me since I started wrestling, Ricky actually, because me being the only girl, Ricky got in the ring and he told every single guy that was there to treat me as if I'm one of the guys. And they told me, if you're going to get in the ring with her, you have to wrestle her like she's one of the guys because this is not easy. It's really not. And not every girl wants to be in this business. And she, and he's like, she can keep up with the guys. I know she can. And, you know, ever since then, I've been keeping up with the guys. But that, to me, the fact that a WWE Hall of Famer said to treat me as an equal when I'm in the ring, that just makes me so happy. Because I have wrestled guys that, you know, when they're giving me a body slam or something, they just set me down. Or if they're chopping me, it's just a light chop. And I'm just like, I'm in this business, too. You can actually hit me. And I... I'm going to hit you back, but yeah, like, go for it. I'm not in this business, you know, to get the special treatment because I'm a girl. That, that was going to be my next question, actually. What was your thoughts on intergender wrestling like, as, in the business as a whole? I personally don't mind it. It's definitely, I, I wrestle both men and women, but men's wrestling and women's wrestling are two totally different things. So I feel like when they're put together, it's it's beautiful, but it's strange at the same time. There are specific things and certain things that I can do with the guys that I can't do with the girls. Um, if you've noticed, I do a tilt world DDT, which I call my orbiter, and I can usually only wow. do that with the guys. Mm. Uh, or my springboard X factor, I can usually only do that with the girls. So I can do that with some of the guys, but... There are certain things that I can and cannot do. And a lot of the stories that we can tell are so different too. Like most of the stories that we tell in the ring between a guy and a girl is like the David and Goliath or, oh no, I'm not gonna hurt you. You're a girl, I don't wanna fight you. And I'm just like, come on, wrestle me. That's why I'm in this ring. That's why I'm in this business, let's go. Um, but with girls, it's a lot more intense, believe it or not. Um, because women's wrestling isn't as big as it should be. It's getting bigger, but people still think that women's wrestling is nothing compared to men's wrestling. So we have to be a lot more intense and we have to be a lot more uh, willing to tell stories in the ring just to even get noticed by people. Mm. Mm. I totally understand that because a lot of times the guys think they could just push the girls over and like, attack them when it's not true because a lot of the girls could absolutely are there some girls that i've seen that i've seen that do like different style wrestling that would absolutely destroy the men there's a girl that wrestles on the east coast she was in aew i don't know if you ever heard of um not america's sweetheart she's on dark davian yeah. she was on yeah. aw dark she, yeah she's a beast. She she would. I watched her on uh, her promotion she does in Boston. She she destroys the men. She destroys yeah. them. She beats them. She beats them. Her finishing move is she knocks them down and she they they sit in a corner up on below the rope bottom rope and she does like a sliding drop kick into the rope on them. That's and, and, so cool. And her punches are stiff. Yeah, I'm stiff too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With, kind with of, me, kind of reminds I, me of someone we just interviewed. Her name's Amy Crimson. I don't know if you, if you're mm -hmm. familiar with her. No, 
I'm she's sure. I'm sure we're following each other on some platform, but I'm. I, I don't know her personally. Yeah. She's cool. You should. You ever get a chance to go on there and look up Amy Crimson? She's cool to connect with because she's. She's been in the business for a while, and she was also trained by. Um, another Santino. Santino. She's look at her face. Her face just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. By Santino. So that's what? Yeah, yeah. Santino Morella. I oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah she's good people. She's from Canada, so she's super cool wow. people. She's really sweet and she's cool. She's super cool. You definitely have to connect with her. Yeah. yeah. won't be for a while though, because I think they're on lockdown down there. They're still on lockdown in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Oh. she hasn't wrestled. We've been like, when she came on, we fought hard before. We're like, she's like, I don't really have any stories for the ring right now. I haven't been in the ring. We're like, but we talk about everything with her. That would be, that would be a really good match between you and Amy Crimson. Oh man, that would <laughs> be a good match. The, 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 um, actually, we're actually gonna have um a promotion from Alabama on our podcast. Okay. Um, we're having Liberty Pro Wrestling. Okay, uh, yeah. So if when we get their their owner on there, would you mind if I name dropped you? Yeah, no, I don't mind at all. Name drop away. Name drop away. Well, because I know that that helps you get your name out there, and they're sort of a big deal, Liberty Pro. Apparently, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at all. Because as I said, I'm we're more like being geek or like like East Coast wrestling fans. And yeah. by when we started this podcast, originally we would just talk about Raws and Smackdowns. And then I started, I invited my friend Damien and Foxy separate dates. And then he said, Mike, should we start inviting wrestlers, real indie wrestlers? Because we and love indie wrestling. Like, we're like, mm-hmm. we're the type of fans that we don't know you, but we want to learn about your promotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, what I do on the show is I'm like the preacher kind of guy that says, help the Indies. If you don't know it, learn about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, yeah, I didn't know. We didn't know about Liberty, Liberty Pro. So I went on their page and I was like, geez. So, so <laughs> all these people yeah. start messaging us. We didn't know anything, really. And then yeah. we, we just researched them. And then it's like, yeah. wow. And then I saw you and I was like, let me ask her. Maybe she'll she accept it. She's yeah. Podcast. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. So yeah. Um, before our mods heads explode, do you have any pets? And if you do, we're pet friendly. <laughs> I do not. Sadly, we actually had to put our dog down uh, about a year ago. Um, I did have a dog, and she was a Bashan Frise, and her name was Abby, and she lived to be about seventeen years old. I'm so sorry for that. Sorry. I have two wiener dogs. One of my wiener dogs has a brain tumor. Yeah, honey, honey. The yeah. Not, not only does Amy uh, would be a good match, Tamaku wants to wrestle her too in the yeah. chat. <laughs> but he's a big dude. If you saw what Tamaku looked like, you'd still be like, I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wrestle him. <laughs> I'll wrestle anybody and everybody. You sound like him now. <laughs> He says, I, I want to wrestle anybody. I'm like, what about her? He's like, I don't care. Man, woman, I don't care. <laughs> I'll 
I'll wrestle everybody. I'm like, okay. is, there, is there a style match you won't do? Uh, I won't do like hardcore death matches or any matches where I'm supposed to bleed because mm. I feel like, I mean, yeah, I understand women's hardcore match. Like my favorite hardcore women's matches are like the Hell in a Cell with Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks when, you know, Charlotte Flair was throwing Sasha Banks against the cage or the match between uh, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch um, with the chairs and ladders and everything. Like I would love to do that. But anything that involves me bleeding, I don't think I would do. And I, I wouldn't do customs matches either. Mm. Yeah, Geek gets mad at me, but I'm, like, totally not a fan. I I used to be more of, like, the ECW, the somewhat ECW fan. Yeah, I'm coming in the room and watching it. But, like, the new stuff right now they're doing with the glass and the, the explosions kind of make me, yeah, the face you're making. I'm like, eh. I mean... Yeah. It's kayfabe, Joe. It's kayfabe. I know it's kayfabe. Yeah. It kind of gets. I kind of get nervous. I'm, I'm like, I, I get. Being the brother of a nurse, I get. I get. I get like I'm not a fan of this, and then I get nervous for them. Like that could they could get. Hurt. It could go. I, I get what you're saying. It could go wrong. That's what you're go saying. wrong. Someone can get injured. Like yeah. I watched. Have you watched Dark Side of the Ring? Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I watched that, and they had a hardcore version of it, and they showed some talked about some injuries that the guys have gotten from glass and stuff like that. And it freaks me out. Right. Yeah. I actually, when I met Mick Foley, I asked him about that and he told me he does not recommend that. He doesn't wish that upon his worst enemy. He goes, what I put my body through, nobody should ever put their body through that. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree to an extent because I am the t- I'm an adrenaline junkie and I want to bump on Legos and I want to bump on thumbtacks. I want to get I, my dream, my, for my 18th or for my 19th birthday, I wanted to get power bomb through a table. Like that was my birthday wish was to be power bombed through a table. We had a guy. Like, it, it didn't happen, but I still, I want, I want to go through a table so bad. <laughs> Yeah, we had a guy on our last show. He was really giving it to Joe. His name is oh, Marco Mania. He was Marco a hero. Part of so, a tag in California called Money, Power, Respect. He was telling me he wants to throw me through a table the whole show. And it's like, and then he's like, Joe, and then Joe's like, I'm not a trained wrestler. I'm not trained. He's like, it's okay. Just tuck your chin in. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm the face on the show. So you take my side, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't recommend getting in the ring unless you're trained or getting thrown through a table because there's specific ways for you to land to where you're not going to you're going to you're going to get hurt, of course, but like there's ways to train yourself to not get as hurt to where you're like you've got like broken bones or you have to go to the hospital or anything. So I definitely recommend being a trained wrestler before <laughs> any of that happens. Yeah, he said, "Just tuck your chin in. He'll be fine." Yes. And, yeah. and then, and then Geek, will be, Geek will be the one calling. It's like, "Excuse me, nine one one. I think my friend's about to go through a table. You might want to come over here in like ten minutes." Right. <laughs> yeah. Geek is the type of friend that, like, if he push, he knows someone's getting get to push nine one as he's walking and goes one. 
911 emergency, my friend, I think, needs you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the friend that walks through a neighborhood pushing 91. And then we get to the next okay. end of the neighborhood, he'll push end. <laughs> I love that. That's geek. That's geek for you. There you go. Another question what for your, What is your finishing move? What is my finishing move? I have four finishing moves. Wow. Four. Yeah. Four. Yep. <laughs> I have, and some of them I use as false finishing moves too. Um, so then that way I don't bury the finish every single match. And I try to mix it up. It just depends on who I'm wrestling and if they can take certain things. Uh-huh. Uh, I do the Code Red, which is a standing Canadian. And then I have my Orbiter. And then I have my Springboard X Factor. And I have my Code Breaker, which I actually use the most. You should, you should try throwing the Canadian Destroyer, I guess, for uh, Ricky Morton. I should. I should. <laughs> As a tribute right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, everyone's been doing Canadian Destroyers, though. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. But but the fact that he's doing it, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh-huh. why I try not to do Canadians. Even with, you know, even if I am wrestling a bigger dude and I know they can take it, I try not to do Canadians because everybody's doing Canadians or everybody's doing DDTs and so that's why I'm just sticking with the Codebreaker because not very many people do that. And I try to compare my Codebreaker to – it's like in between Chris Jericho and Tessa Blanchard. Uh-huh. So, I've noticed yeah. that in your matches, you've been using the Codebreaker a lot in, in yeah. a lot of your matches. So Yeah. I think I think that's when you wrestled – what was her name? Kale, I think. Who? It was, it was, uh, the girl with the blonde hair. Ellie? Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That was – that was a have, good match, though. You have any funny stories from the fans? Oh, I mean, yes. I have like apparently I have three boyfriends, and they're all six years old. And then, I mean, I guess that's a funny story, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, like, like, have they ever given you anything like a, a toy? Anybody's ever made like a toy of you or like that? Yeah, I actually have it right here. Oh, okay. I haven't taken it out of the package yet, but somebody made me. Oh, where's it? Somebody made me as a doll. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. It's, it's, it's so, so sweet. I was like, oh my gosh. Do you, do you have any merch? I do. Do you where do you where do you have any of your your t-shirts so you could plug them right now? We could you could plug um I usually just sell my I don't have I'm trying to get a pro wrestling tees. I had one um but then everything got changed at SOM so I don't have one anymore, but I usually just sell my merch in the store or um at the um sorry, at the um at the shows. But if anybody's ever interested, they can always message me, and I would be more than willing to send them a price and, you know, for shipping and everything. Do you have stickers? I used to. We literally just ran out. We ran out of stickers and we ran out of cups. But we have bracelets and T-shirts, and we have, like, star crown headbands we had like these little backpacks that had my logo on them. 
Um, I have posters. I've got eight by tens, four by sixes, five by sevens. I was going to say, if you had the stickers, we could do a sticker trade, but you ran out of stickers. I can make more. If you do, let us know. Which, do you have the stickers in front of you? Do you have the stickers in front of you, Geek? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Show her the sticker. <laughs> Those are the stickers. Oh, wrong way. Wrong way. There we go. Those are so cool. Well, we'll have to save you one because um, we we're going to a wrestling show next. Me and Geek are going to a wrestling show next Saturday, and we're okay. going to two wrestling shows on Long Island. So we're handing out stickers. So. Yes, we'll be handing out stickers. I'll have to I'll have to take one and put one to the side for me because actually I'm sending one to a girl from Australia. <gasps> That's so cool. Yes, yeah. we, we get guests all over the world on our podcast and the universe and the universe too. Don't forget the universe <laughs> and, the, and different planets and everything. I don't, I don't want her to have alien friends say say galaxy. Go to that Pennsylvania house on the little dot. You say they not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Joe disappears off. Gray hand appears out of nowhere offset. What the? What, what planet is Riley Rocket from, anyway? What planet? Yeah. I'm not from any specific planet. No. I'm from all over the galaxy. All over the galaxy, right? All over the galaxy. Gotcha. So, where did you get like, the inspirations for your character from? Well, funny story. There was this song by a Christian rock group named Skillet. There's this song called Feel Invincible, and there's a lyric that goes, shot like a rocket up into the sky, nothing can stop me tonight. And on my way to training, my mom and I, it was like, I think, five months into my training, my mom and I were heading to training, and I was like, oh, this is, you know, I could, I could use that. And she's like, well, how about Rocket Riley? And I was like, how about Riley Rocket? And then it just stuck ever since. <laughs> That's kind of like the story with us, kind of. That's like, like the dudes at ringside story, but uh, but we, we flipped it. It's like ringside dudes, ringside dudes, and we're like and he's like dude, dudes at ringside. Her name Riley was so funny because we had so many like name interpretations of dudes at ringsides. We were yeah. This the original name was Ring Rats, and we had to change that because we found out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. I got I, I felt like Stewie in the corner rocking back and forth. Oh my god, what yeah. did I, I found that and went on Google and I was like Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Artists, I was like, don't draw that. <laughs> and then we were supposed to be on um what was it? What was it again? It was like universe time, um, time machine time machine. Russian time machine. Because I'm like the Doc Brown of the show, the old school, and, and Lance is like the geeky. Future. Yeah, the new. He's like Marty. He's the new. New, new Japan, yeah. uh, AEW. So. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Would you ever wrestle in a different country? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What, what country what, would you like? Would you love to go to? Definitely Mexico. Ah. Um. I am like obsessed with Spanish culture and the language and the, the Spanish style wrestling, like Lucha, like what? Like I, I watched everything like Lucha Underground and I'm just like, I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. Well, there's another thing that we're to connect with. Her name is Charisma. Okay. 
she's a super oh and she's, a, she's from california she's, from she's california. in california riley she is a sweetheart oh my god you have to go on i'll send you her link to her her instagram when the show is over on the dude's that page just sweetheart i know she would put take you under her wing if you ever went to california to go wrestle she would like Kick, come here. Like she her outfit is amazing with the little pink and the spikes and oh my god. Oh my bread Yeah. Yeah. We we can connect you with other female wrestlers to talk to. Trust me, we're that Please. we have yeah. our best. We geek get mad at me at first, but when getting in touch with all the female wrestlers, I'm like I give you all you female wrestlers so much credit. Because in the ring, a lot of times the male wrestlers don't want to do what you guys want to do, but I feel you guys do a better match than the men. We 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 try. I mean, ultimately, I think our goal is to outshine them, but right now we're just trying to keep up with them. Yeah. And I I think we're doing a really good job at keeping up with them. And also, you guys answer us. Fat you, the female wrestlers. Geek, I told this the female wrestlers. Answer us faster than the men. Yeah, the guys are just like mm. the guys' ego. Do I really want to go on their podcast? Do how many views do they have? Right. So I have to hear the girls are just like dudes at ringside. Let's see what they're all about. Oh, they seem like nice guys. Okay, let's do this. Date time. Okay, you know, we love everybody. We, yeah. we, we, we're actually having. Two, 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 uh, two people that are transgender coming on our podcast. One in I think September, geek, November. and I think one in October. No, it's November, dude. November, one in November, and one in I think September or October. We love everybody here. We don't. We don't care. We just feel if you're doing something that we love, like <laughs> professional wrestling, you're part of the ringside crew. Is there, is there is there a planet you would love love to visit? Probably Pluto because it's underrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's mm-hmm. small, and I'm really small, so it just makes sense. Uh-huh. Me too. I'm five one. So short people high five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm five foot two, so I mean, foot taller than me. <laughs> I'm a little. If we ever for some reason bumped into you, you're gonna be like, "There's Joe." Wow, you're really short. Oh, you're not. Like, oh, you're like almost my height. Yeah. yeah. So, so what is if we have to pick your favorite food? What would be your favorite food? Oh, anything Mexican food, like Ooh. tacos. I'm. I'm really. I'm very. I'm. I don't know if I'm. How to word it? Okay, I'm a picky eater. I okay within reason, I should say. I don't eat red meat. It's not like a religious thing or anything, but like I just I don't eat red meat. I'm not a huge fan. I probably because I grew up eating red meat because my dad's like the manly man. He's like you have to eat steak, you have to eat burgers, and blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm not a huge meat eater. I eat like chicken and turkey. So and I can't have dairy. I'm actually I actually found out I'm allergic to dairy. Uh, just recently, so that sucks. But um, mm. but yeah, anything Mexican food like burrito bowls and burritos and just making my own tacos and everything. I just I'm I love Mexican food. 
there's a Mexican restaurant that when I was with my brother and sister in the city, we randomly walked past it. And I don't know if he mentioned it to you on the dudes that page. My grandfather was a professional wrestler from in the 50s and 60s named Jose Quinones. There's a Mexican restaurant called Luchador in the city. It's like all, it's mat, lucha masks and everything. So I'll have to find out. I'll look at the picture again, look at the name, and I'll text it to you on dudes at ringside page. If you're ever in New York City, you're going to have to search this place out. It's by the seaport. Yes. There's a place in um, in North Carolina I actually went to before I went to uh, this promotion called American Lucha, but it's a Lucha like ice cream place. It's if you if you look at my Instagram, I post some photos about it, but it's like an actual Luchador ice cream place, and they have a bunch of different masks. They have like an authentic, a real Rey Mysterio mask there. They have the authentic, real mask from Nacho Libre that Jack Black wore in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've got a whole entire wall that's just full of not just luchadors, but most of them are luchadors. But this whole wall that's just full of old school wrestlers. There's a bunch with Ric Flair, and then there's The Rock, there's Edge, there's Randy Orton, there's Prince Puma, there's wow. Pentagon and Phoenix, there's Luchasaurus. It's 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 so cool. You and didn't they give actually- <laughs> You didn't give them yours. I would have been like. No, I don't like. I guess should be like, like, I'm trained by Ricky Morton. Yeah, (laughs) I I guess that's just me. I guess, I guess I'd be like, I'm a wrestler. Here's my pad. You got a picture, right? Here, yeah. (laughs) Be like, who are you? Be like, I'm a wrestler. (laughs) They'll be like, who are you? I'll be like, you'll see. You'll, You'll see. see. You'll see. see. This is why I told Geek, I said that I'm so, like, when uh, he's like, are you sure? Because he does this emerging. Every time, wait, here we go. I got another question. No more rambling for Joe. Where is it located? He wants to know. It hey, is in Burlington, North Carolina. No, oh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you got corrected. It's <laughs> Siri yeah. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's your old? Ultimate dream match, you'd say. My ultimate dream match. <laughs> it could be man or woman. Doesn't matter. Um, for woman, Sasha Banks. Mm. What about mm-hmm. men? AJ Styles. AJ Styles. That would be awesome to be honest with you. I know. Well, yeah, I, would, uh, I love I, I, I love New Japan and like my my ultimate goal if I don't get signed to Impact or anything is Stardom. to be the very first female like actual female wrestler in the Bullet Club. I oh. actually know oh, Chase Owens. Chase Owens was cha- trained by Ricky Morton, so I know him and I've met him and I've trained with him a few times. So yeah, but that's like my ultimate goal is to be the very first female wrestler in New Japan. If you ever make it into the uh, New Japan, we I I would we would love to have you back on. And if you make it into the Bullet Club, I have an idea for your your shirt. I have an idea, the Star Club. The Star Club. <laughs> Write that down in a notebook somewhere in your thing. So or the Rocket Star Club. Club. The Rocket Club. I'm writing it down right now. Star Club. The, Star I Club. The, I thought the Rocket Club would be cool. But. Rocket Club or Rocket Club. Get. Galaxy, okay, yeah. Galaxy Club. Uh, Joe says Star Club. Geek says, oh, yeah. here we go. 
see which one makes it, right? Can you imagine? First female in the Bullet Club. Boom. <laughs> She's writing it down. I'm literally writing it down. <laughs> I love that. Yes. She's probably, probably, she probably writing it down saying, ah, I'll forget this. I got John Panvis, that's a loser. Can't even keep up with his own name. <laughs> I'll come up with my own name. Jesus right. guys. <laughs> better, like you said. It. This GPS. Oh, here, wake up like. <laughs> Dad, get the gun. Yeah. Have you been keeping up with New Japan lately or? Uh... Um, not too much. I don't watch it very much. Um, after a bunch of people left. Yeah. Um, after Kenny Omega left, I love Kenny Omega. I'm not like in love with him, but I love him. Right. And I actually got to meet him. I'm a, I'm a Swingerella on Impact, so I'm like part of Johnny Swinger's club or whatever. So mm. I actually got to meet Kenny Omega and it was like the hardest thing for me to not mark out. Like that was the <laughs> hardest thing for me since I've been a wrestler. That just not being like ah, uh, it's it's crazy. He's got the great, the greatest match in the world. And probably the greatest gal- match in the world. I'm saying Kenny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With Okada, that that in, in 20, 30 years, you're gonna say you're gonna compare that match to probably Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat. Oh yeah, I love Definitely. Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you got a chance to meet him yet? I geeked it. I, I met him. He's no. the super, He's like the nicest guy I've ever met. You're like, he he gave me two autographs. He didn't need to do that. Like, I told him, like, would you sign my DVD? He's like, I'm going to give you a personalized photo, too. That's so cool. Yeah? No. Yeah, no. I've I've only met a handful of, like, Hall of Famers. I haven't met a ton. I've I've been wrestling with Ricky for two and a half years and still haven't met Robert Gibson. So, I mean. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to believe, but I have not re- met Robert Gibson yet. You should be like Ricky. When are we gonna meet uh, Robert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's actually he's actually gonna be. We're doing a fair show. Uh, in no, in the next few weeks, and Robert will be there. So that's like the first time I get to meet him. So I'm excited. But everybody said that he's like. You should tell him. We'd we'd be we'd be absolutely honored to have them on our podcast because we're honored to have you because you you're an up and comer and we love the young wrestlers. That's like future legend right there. Your future legend right here, Riley. We're calling it. You're going to Impact. You're going to be an Impact girl or even AAA. Either AAA or. If you make it to AAA, I swear I'm gonna be on there one day on the website and be like, "Oh my God, Lance, Lance Rockets, I'm bringing AAA." Yeah. I'm jealous you met Kenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he cool or was he like? He was really cool. He's super quiet. I mean, he's he's the type. He's very focused. And when you know, like when if he's ever going over matches or anything, he's just he's focused and he's super quiet and very humble and i love that i really do i mean i didn't really get to like 
talk to him a ton because he was doing his thing and I was filming segments, but I didn't, uh, but I did get to talk a little bit to him. So that's cool. Did you, yeah. did you get any like advice out of him, like from the ring or anything? No, because I knew if I would have asked him any more questions, I would have would have started bawling because I study his matches. So <laughs> I would have started marking out. Not just that, just not ju those matches with Okada. All of his matches in Japan were legendary, you know? Yeah. Did you see his last match or in Japan or uh, with Tanahashi? Uh -uh. No, that, mm -mm. that was another great one. Okay, I'll have to look that one up. So any of the other legends you've met did you take did you like ask like take anything from them like any like advice for the ring i did uh i met mick foley and he gave me the best advice ever he told me to tuck my head that's mm -hmm. well, that's what he said he said tuck yeah. your head yeah mick foley um, is our town so yeah yeah i met sergeant slaughter and he told me to just have fun and enjoy it while i can because one day I'm gonna wake up and it's not gonna be there. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who else? I met Boogie, Boogie Woogie, Jimmy Valiant. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, he's the one. When I actually stopped, I when I started training, I was managing people because I wasn't ready to wrestle yet. So I was managing this person named Romeo Rodriguez. And I was like the salsa dancer named Karina and Boogie Woogie was actually my grandfather's favorite wrestler of all time. And he's the one that got to announce me as Riley Rocket. And mm. that was an emotional night for my whole family because yeah. they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, your grandfather's favorite wrestler got to introduce you as Riley Rocket. Like that's that's a huge deal. Um, but, yeah, I also met Kelly Kelly. I grew up watching Kelly Kelly. I was born in 2002, so that's, like, the very end of the Attitude Era when the girls actually started to stop doing bra and panties matches or, like, you know, all that jazz. Like, that was the Trish Stratus, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Lita. It was that era. So I grew up, and Kelly Kelly was my favorite wrestler for the longest time, and I actually got to meet her. But when I met her, I, I, I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to cry because that's not okay. You know, everybody cries when they meet her. Uh, so I was like, oh, she's not going to remember me. I'm not going to cry because everybody cries. I ended up bawling like an absolute baby. Ricky Morton, actually, because he knew that Kelly Kelly was my favorite. He went over to Kelly Kelly's table and told her, how much of a fan I am of her. And she's wow. like, well, why don't you bring her over? And Ricky introduced me to Kelly Kelly. Wow. Right. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Do you collect anything? I do. I collect a bunch. Like, are you talking about wrestling wise or just like in anything like collecting? Yeah. I collect a lot of pop figures and I collect a lot of Disney. I'm a huge uh -oh. Disney. I think nerd. I'm ready. Here we go, geek, yeah. geek, geek, you got it. Here we go, wait, geek. Show, show, show a little bit of your uh, your collection. <laughs> I have that. a bunch. And by the of way, they're not AEW ones. They're New Japan ones. When they were New Japan, there you go. <laughs> now she's gonna look that out when she goes home, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. I have a few, actually, I have quite a bit WWE pop figures. I have the ring that came with uh, The Rock and Mick Foley, or The Rock oh. and Stone Cold, I think. 
I think it was. And then I have the set with another rock in Mankind. I have Eddie Guerrero. I have China. I have Edge. I have Drew McIntyre. Um, I have Otis. I think I have Randy Orton. So there's a girl that's on the podcast Thursday that actually she was in a segment with Randy Orton, like on like a WWE segment, like actually during a WWE show. Yeah, she was an extra during a WWE thing backstage. Right? Isn't that amazing? Like, yeah. Well, the, the opportunities are just so fantastic. I'm I'm just honored that I have the opportunity to even be on Impact. You know, like I'm not fully signed with them, but just to have the opportunity just to be there is. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Like, as I said, you, I, as I said, Riley, you're gonna definitely be. If you get, if you get signed by Impact, we definitely want to have you come back again, and we'll have you more talk more about the Impact experience because there's a lot of wrestlers that are in Impact that we've tried to get, and they haven't messaged us back. Like we. Actually, are having in September one of the guys from LAX with Hernandez from okay. LA. He's coming on our podcast in we September. Just, we just name dropped it, Joe. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> well, that's what I do anyway. No, no I mean, like, we, we, we didn't promote, promote it yet. You just, like, announced it on the show just now. I do that anyway. That's Joe Big Mouth. Um, <laughs> I'm the Bobby the Brain Heenan of the group. I just, things just come out. Like, just, it yeah. just, things come out. That's why I, I am like the Bobby the Brain Heenan. and I do the announcements and Lance just stands geeks just stands are like under the giant light. Right. Yes. I do the I do geek things. He does the geek things. I do the talking. I, I set up um what you called? I set up the show and everything and that's yes. my job. You know? The brain and I'm the mouth. <laughs> I and mean. The, I'm the hands. I take care of all the fun stuff on the Instagram page. Now he gets involved when I mess up on a word, he'll write in and I go Delete. <laughs> I'll delete my sentence then. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You do the. I I'll, I have. I collect Ghostbusters stuff. I'm a big Ghostbusters fan. Okay. So I have like the Ecto One. I have Egon. I have Slimer and stuff. And I have one okay. go WWE one. I have Zack Ryder. <gasps> I know him. I haven't. I don't have his pop figures, but. I actually met him a few times at Impact. I actually met him in at the NYWC arena with Kurt Hawkins when they were young. Before they left. That was like, the was cool. It, was it like the woo 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 Zack Ryder? No. Long hair. No, it was actually they were in the it was in a stable called the Rat Pack. I have to get in, Oh yep. Back in uh in Long Island. This was a local independent federation back then. Okay. He's going to show you the picture and you're going to be like, what? I do this to every wrestler. Right? I have it packed up, ready to go for this weekend because I, I have to bring it with me because they have a title match going on and he kind of jumped and said, I'll do the title match. Can you see it? Yes. What? Yep, that's me and the the two boys. That's so cool. And a geek told me that he he on Twitter was saying, "Oh, 
I'll be in the match. And, and I, I was like, I went, oh, yeah, here we go. Um, We have a, a question from the audience. Who is your, who is your role model? My role model? Yeah. I guess. Like this, she meant in the ring. In the ring? Yeah, I guess maybe she meant in the ring. I don't know if they meant in the ring. Probably. Yeah. Um, my role model in the ring, probably, probably Bianca Belair. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was going to say Sasha Banks, but there's just something about Bianca that just. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I admire her. Have and you, she's a Tennessee gal, so. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever been to a WrestleMania yet? No. No, I was going to, but I was actually booked that weekend up here. Otherwise, mm. I would have. I would have dropped the booking to go to WrestleMania, but I was like, do I want to wrestle or do I want to watch wrestling? <laughs> so. <laughs> Get your name out there. That's it, right? Yeah. What is, um, who, wait, hold on. Do you have any autographs? Any wrestlers' autographs? I have Mick Foley's autograph. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I met him. I met I met him at a Ring of Honor show. That's another promotion you should definitely try to look out look out for yeah. Ring of Honor. Yeah. Just- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go for OVW. I'm really good friends with a lot of like I, I'm I'm good friends with people that are trained by Al Snow and I'm good friends with people right. that work at OVW. I've actually wrestled them quite a bit. And I'm going to be wrestling one on the 29th, actually. Uh, her name is Charlie Cruel. So if you ever want to get with, you know, get her on here, her name is Charlie Cruel. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to get to OVW, but I got to get my Kentucky license first. Yeah, we, we actually have the coach, Al Snow, coming on our podcast in November. That's so cool. We'll name drop you again. We'll, we'll tell, okay. we'll, we'll mention. We'll tell Al Snow. <laughs> Okay. She's good people. She's good people. She's a good kid. I'm old. I feel like I'm old when I say kid, but it's like, I don't know. It's oh, you can call me a kid. I'm I'm 19. You can call me a kid. I'm still a kid. <laughs> I work with all the like my the key play, uh, kids I work with in uh, that um, more than half of them are your age. So uh, so it feels like I said feel like Grandpa Joe, Coach Joe, get on his knees. Okay, guys, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get on the truck. You go this way. I'll go that way. You lift that, I'll lift that. We'll do this. Done. That's what it feels like. I feel like right. Coach will help it out. So yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll, we'll name drop you for Al Snow and the uh, and the Liberty. Liberty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 trying to get trying to. I I don't know. I'm just wrestling, and whatever happens happens at this point. I'm not I trying to. I'm not trying to be like, okay, I have to be on Impact because I'm already on Impact, or I have to be on OVW because. I'm buddy buddies with friends that are buddy buddies with Al Snow. And, you know, I have to be on WWE because I know such and such from WWE or I have to be on AEW because I'm friends with, you know, I'm, I'm not that person. I'm just, I'm here to wrestle. And if people see my talent through my wrestling and through my work, I really hope they're interested in me, you know, and I might send people some of my stuff. Um, like I send some of the impact wrestlers, my matches and they help me critique. And I, you know, I, and beyond grateful that I have that resource, but I'm not using them to be like, oh, hey, if you like this certain match, do you think you could put a word in for me? You know, 
I just whenever it happens, it happens. And at this point, that's all I can that's all I can do is just whenever it happens, it happens. Yeah. Oh, question from the audience again. Another question. My favorite Good match of all time. Oh, that is so hard. Wow. You got her. You you got her. Yeah. You got her, Mima Mania. Oh you sure, sure it's not Okada versus Kenny Omega? Yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably <laughs> so hard. <sighs> I have like five, but I think honestly, it's probably Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Which one? Uh, WrestleMania with the weapons match. Mm. Yeah, it was the the singles match instead of the triple threat with Ronda Rousey, just the one with Becky and Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, which which one is your favorite a favorite point? Do you have a favorite point you like to work with? A favorite what? Opponent. 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 Danny Mo. Danny Mo. Mm -hmm. She is also on OVW right now, but she is. The type of person I've only wrestled her three times, and by our third time wrestling, we called everything in the ring. So if that says anything, that that makes me happy because I'm the type of person. If we do, you know, if we're like, okay, I want to do this in the finish, you know, I have to go over it 15 million times just so I get it. But it, it makes me happy when I get to work those people that we just do everything in the ring and we feel for each other because I feel like that tells more of a story than just than it looking scripted. Yeah. You mean it's like, sorry, he says he didn't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. I have a bunch of favorite matches. Um, a lot of them involve like Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, of course, Randy Orton. I absolutely love Randy Orton. Randy Orton and Edge, whenever they work each other, their feud even back when. Uh, the tag match between the Hardy Boys against Edge and Christian. Tables, mm -hmm. ladders, and chairs. That's yeah. like one of my favorite matches of all time. Huh. Yeah, this is. We had somebody else that was a huge fan of Randy Orton. Who was it? Was that Davian or? Uh, yeah, Davian. Or, or was that Ka Kathleen? Oh no, it was Davian. Yeah, Davian even does the DDT off the middle rope. She does the stomp thing. Yeah, she's okay. You need to look her up. She's. I don't know. I think you and her would be a good, even though she's 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 bigger than you. I think you and her would be a good match. I think you could you're do, be a good match. You could do the pumping up like Ricky Morton does in your matches. You could take a yeah. beating, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but I tried. I've actually been working on this move. I haven't released it in my matches yet, but it's it's inspired by Randy Orton. Um, instead of the middle rope DDT, I do the middle rope X Factor. Ooh. Oh, wow. When you finally get that, have your parents or mom, whoever's out ringside, make a video of it and make a clip and you could send it to us and we'll post it and unveil it to the East Coast, our East Coast and slash worldly wrestling fans and show it off for the world. We're talking about world. We're the galaxy now. Let's talk to the galaxy. World of the galaxy. Come we on. We have to, 
we start getting follows from aliens, I don't know how I'm, I'm going to feel about a geek. <laughs> no, we have to have an intergalactic pizza party now. Yes. Are you, are you a fan of pizza also? I can't have the cheese, but oh, yes, yeah. I do like pizza. Non-cheese one, the, the, um, isn't there like the uh, non-cheese pizza? Isn't yeah, there? there's like vegan pizzas, or I could just take the cheese off of the pizza and eat it that way. I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> Remember, Joe, intergalactic pizza party. Yeah, we love I make it a taco party. She likes tacos. We could have yes, there we go. All right. A big taco party. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll bring I'll I'll bring the uh I'll bring the hot sauce. Okay. Intergalactic taco hot podcast. Right? There's a guy we had on our podcast. He's from Boston, Massachusetts. He's a man he's called the last great manager. Okay. And he makes his own hot sauce. See, I'm trying to master. I'm trying to master my own hot sauce. I love tapatio and I love sriracha and I love Cholula, but I I can't master my own hot sauce. You have to grow your own peppers. Maybe maybe try to grow your own peppers. Maybe yeah, not. I could. I love jalapenos, so I mean, I probably could. I'm trying to think how they would say your the name. Empanadas. And some empanadas. Yes. My, I don't know if I, I don't know if you follow me on my regular Instagram page. I my mom laughed at me and kind of got mad at me. My mom, my my uh, my my dad and mom. I'm half Puerto Rican, and my parents actually made empanadas. <gasps> uh, and I just posted the picture this morning, even though it was like two days ago, two weeks ago. My, my dad made them, and I'm like, I'm gonna post it this morning. And my dad, my mom's like. You post empanadas this morning. I'm like, they were on my phone. I forgot to post it. It's an old picture. Come on. You definitely have to follow me on my plain Instagram. It's Joe Panther Jr. with two J's. Okay. Yes. You'll see the empanadas. (laughs) Okay. Is is there anything you learned from while wrestling them? While wrestling those like, people, yeah, those people like you, like you uh, said. Okay, now working with this person, I learned this now. Yeah, um, I've learned to just go with it, um, and I've I've learned. I mean, I knew boundaries before, but I know boundaries now. There are certain things that can be done in the ring, and certain things that can be said in the ring, and certain things that can and cannot. And um, I, I, I've learned, I've gained a lot more confidence in myself and in my wrestling abilities because when I started and when, you know, I was having my first match and when I was a few months into actually working, I couldn't call a match in the ring by myself at all. And I've just gained a bunch of, I, I've gained a lot of confidence in myself knowing, okay, this is supposed to go here. This is supposed to go here. This is supposed to go here. And I can do that now with pretty much anybody in the ring, just in the ring, not even call anything in the back. Okay. This is my finish. That's it. We'll figure it out out there. So has anybody ever created you in any uh, 2k games? I created myself. (laughs) Which one? Which 2K? Is it 2K uh, 19? 2K20. Oh, dang it. 
because yeah. I almost bought 2K20 and then I found out how bad though the errors were and I never bought it. So I have 2K19. That's about to say if you're in it, I'll download you <laughs> to my game because there's I've looked through. I was on my phone looking through all my get our guests and every one of them not in it. And then we find um, from London, England, Kiara, and then um, we had Shorty. That's another one. There's actually a, another promotion. If you ever travel to London, England, look up. Was it country? What what's it, what are they called? Something pro wrestling. What what was it again? What the uh, CPW Co- Coventry Pro Wrestling. Coventry Pro Wrestling. They're good stuff. Good good wrestling promotion. Even they're though com- they're coming on our podcast too in November. Yeah, the, the one yeah. of the big people. Yeah, I'm trying to get overseas. I think it'd be so much fun to wrestle over there because, once again, the style of wrestling, it's the same, but it's different. And I want to be able to experience every type of wrestling out there so I can put my knowledge, so, so I can take that, not all of it, but, like, take some of that and incorporate that into my matches as well. Mm-hmm. Just, to, you know, to be able to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, 100%. It's like you want to be able to expand yourself everywhere you can like in wrestling you just can't be like okay i'm gonna be american style that's it but if you go somewhere else you can learn how to do lucha you can do like the british style the japanese stiff, strong style that's happened japanese strong style you know yeah we uh, are jo- joshi wrestling too even mm-hmm. joshi joshi wrestling yeah, jo- yeah, joshi style what was it that we had on our po- – oh, we had um, uh, from London, England, we actually had um, Echoes, Echo Reed. Okay. And she does strong style wrestling. <laughs> it's okay. like, British strong yeah. style, right? Yeah. She's the – like, it's funny because when you when you actually – when you – when you – like, you start a podcast like we do – like, as I said, we didn't – we don't – we started off this doing the reviews and not knowing anybody, and now – we pretty much like we, we we like know all different types of wrestlers. We know like luchadors. We know like everything. It's so funny. Like just think about it. A year ago today, me and Geek were just talking on the phone, talking about wrestling. Now we talk to wrestlers online. Yeah. Yeah. I find that amazing, and like it's so cool to be able to meet a wrestler like you. And stuff like that, and just know that you're gonna make it. And uh, like, what is like? To, do you have you felt that moment yet in the ring? Like, you know, you you made it. Um, I I think I've had moments where I've felt like I could have made it, but I haven't had that moment yet. I wish I had, but I don't think I'll be able to feel that moment until I make it big and be like, wow, this is it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of had that moment when I was at Impact, even though I'm just an extra. I had that moment kind of like, wow, I'm here. You know, this is home. But like I said, I'm not wrestling on the show. So it's kind of like I, I'm here, but but not quite yet. You will be there. I think you'll be there. You'll be there. You have a good wrestling style. Actually, um, do you actually have that clip of you doing the uh, your the move you went off the, the split-legged uh, the Bronco Buster on your phone? Because if you do, you could send it to us in a clip on, on your Instagram. We could post it after the show. 
the X Factor? Yes. X Factor? Yeah. When you get when the show's over, can you send it to us so we can post it on the on the? Yeah. Cool, because we love posting like stuff like that to help help the wrestlers get their get their moves set out. There's people like, as I said, we have wrestlers from England watching us on our show, and and they follow us so they could see you and be like, "That's mm-hmm. a good," you know, what I mean, like that. Even though that kind of spoils your own finishing move, somebody will steal yeah. it. Yeah. You'll be watching yeah. it. They'll be watching someone from England and they'll they'll be like, damn it, that's my move. <laughs> right? That's the fun thing about wrestling is there okay, well, I mean, this isn't the fun part, but there are some wrestlers out there that steal other wrestlers' moves. But with me, I'm inspired. I don't take their full move. I try to okay, you know, when I train or when I try to do the move, yeah, I take their full move because then I'm like, okay, I can do it because they can do it like this and this is how, you know, and then once I get the move mastered, then I try to make it my own. Just like with the springboard X factor, I was just doing like a regular jumping X factor and then I was working on doing springboards off the rope and Crazy Steve from Impact was actually, uh, he was training us at a few training sessions and he's like, okay, how about you try this, this, and this, come off the rope, spin, grab them. Boom. X factor. Yeah, like, like, you know who the original, um, the, the originator of the GTS is. It's not CM Punk. Oh, the go to sleep. Was it? No, it wasn't John Cena. Was it? No, it, wasn't. it was Kenta. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. CM Punk actually in the Indies had a move called the Pepsi Plunge. It was like a top rope pedigree where he'd do the pedigree from the top rope. Yeah. So that was his finisher. And I don't think he could have done that in WWE. So he, yeah, tried, that, so he tried something else. So, I said, so he probably saw Kenta's match and said, hmm, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. Do you do any submission moves? Because I could think I could think of a finishing I could think of a submission finisher for you, the Northern Lights. Oh, I like the Northern Lights. Uh, I do have a submission move. Again, I haven't done it in the ring. Um, but it's it's my own version of the Black Widow because I love AJ Lee. So it's my own version of the Black Widow, except it looks more like a crucifix. Hmm. Um yeah. <laughs> and then there's certain ways where when they're passed out on the ground, I can just roll around them and get them into something else. Or I can, there's a way that I can get into it through doing like a tornado or a tilt-a-whirl into locking it in. Um, so, yeah, I haven't come up with a cool name for it yet. So if you have any suggestions. I don't think of another, like a space age name that, that you can off. <laughs> something. <laughs> has yeah. Scary. It has to be something scary. The the launching pad. Ooh. I like that. I, I'm a writer and I like to draw, so like my names of certain things come wait, wait, yeah, I think we have a favorite tag team? Yeah, favorite tag team. Favorite tag team. <laughs> You don't say Rock and Roll Express. He's probably no, watching. He's probably no, watching. No, I'm, I'm 
I'm not I'm not gonna say the Rock and Roll Express. I should because if Ricky watches this, he's gonna be like, Why he's am I not saying like, it? Like, why don't you say Rock and Roll Express? Yeah. Did you no. tell uh, honestly, I really liked believe it or not, they're very underrated, but I really liked Air Boom. Kofi yeah, Kingston, Evan Bourne. Yeah, that, that, I really that. liked Air Boom. But I think my all time favorite tag team is probably Edge and Christian. Can't go with the class. Can't go wrong with the classics. Right there. Sorry, yeah. Ricky. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Ricky. But he's probably he's probably watching this and probably like, yeah, yeah, I'm not coming on your podcast now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want nothing to do with you now. I'm not a wrestler. You come in the come come out of the locker room all ready to go to train, and he'll be like, What do you think you're doing? Yeah, you. You said you said Edge and Christian. What? Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, yeah. Did you? I didn't know this, but during uh, the Rock and Roll Express during their induction ceremony or whatever, um, some of the people from SOM actually got to go. I wasn't wrestling yet, so I couldn't go. Um, but some of the wrestlers and the owners of the SOM building actually got to go and they met AJ Styles and AJ Styles was freaking out when he met Ricky Morton because he said that Ricky Morton is actually one of his biggest inspirations. So wow. to me knowing that because AJ Styles is my favorite male performer currently that just like I was like wait what like I'm being trained by AJ Styles favorite wrestler? What? Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing, you know? And he and he's a legend, you know. So, mm -hmm. in the business. So, yeah. Here we go. My my next question: If you had to bring back one professional wrestler that's currently retired to have one more match with them, who would it be and why? It's retired. Yeah. Beth Phoenix. Ah, I have a funny story about me and Beth Phoenix. Oh, I'm listening. I went. I want to hear this one too. I went to a show in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, with my buddy, and we were at the show. At the show, Beth Phoenix broke her, messed up her nose. So mm -hmm. after the show, we're like at a hotel parking lot, and people are signing autographs and saying hi. And I went to say hi because I'm friendly and I'm a hugger. So I went to hug her, and I went I, before I did this. I was like, "Oh, you got a boo boo?" She's like. So I was like, "Come here," and I gave her a hug. And I typical, I'm 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 hugger. So I my my face went on her cheek, and I kissed her on the cheek. And I was felt stupid, and I she I backed up, and I was like, and she gave me the look she gave Santino when he was she was mad at him all the time. That, <laughs> and I was like, "This, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry." And she did this. You're good. You're good thing. You're cute. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, I'm gonna die. But I was like, Beth Phoenix, the Glamazon told me, good thing you're cute. Yeah. She, she signed my SmackDown cover too. I mean I got scared. I was scared. <laughs> I thought I was about to die. <laughs> I was so nervous. I'm like, Edge's wife just like told me, Good thing you're cute. <laughs> like that's a warning. Yeah, that's a warning. I got a warning shot right there. Yeah. <laughs> Geek, you next. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> no, you said you you had a story. 
I didn't have a story. No, I said, I, no, I told you that um, that I never heard this story before. Oh, you never heard? Oh, I thought I told you that one. No, you never told me that story, so you named yeah, that it. One, that, that one, uh, that one that, I, I keep that one locked away because it kind of sounds bad because it's like me hugging a wrestler I don't know. But she, she got hurt during the show. She messed up her nose. She was bleeding. Like She won the match, but she started bleeding. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. She yeah, got, just the natural instinct to go and comfort that person. Yeah. Yeah, I said you got a boo boo, and she did. Like, yeah, and I was like, "Can I be a hug?" And she's like, "Okay." And my face is right by her cheek, and I'm not gonna like. I went. I don't know why I went in for the kiss on the cheek, but it was my face was right here. So I like the instant, you know, you give someone a hug, your cheek, cheek. Yeah. I felt, and then I felt bad. I felt guilty after I did it. I was like. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> What's your pre-match warm-up like? My pre-match warm-up? Yeah. Um, of course, usually on the way there, I'm listening to like my pump-up playlist. Um, and then I, I warm up in the ring a little bit before the show starts to make sure I'm warm and I'm not like too tense or too sore when I get in and do stuff. Uh, and usually in the back, like right before I'm going out with my entrance and everything, I'm, you know, doing jumping jacks or doing squats or, you know, just pumping myself up. What do you, what do you see yourself in 10 years? Say. What do I see myself in 10 years? Yeah. Where, wherever God allows me to go. I honestly, I'm hoping it's WWE or AEW, but wherever I'm at is where I'm at. And I'm okay with that. As long as it's wrestling. Yeah. Who would you say the future of the business is like as of right now? Like in AEW, WWE? My future in the business? No, no. I'm saying like who would you say like currently? Like who would you say is like the future in WWE or AEW? Oh, AEW. I'm saying like who? Oh, who in AEW? Or WWE. Or WWE. Uh, For WWE, I honestly think Rhea Ripley is the future. Uh Hmm. Um, for AEW, I feel like it could be Jungle Boy. Jungle yeah. Boy. Oh. Wow. Do we just become best friends? Because I said, I, I'm not a fan of AEW, but I like his he style. Loves jung- like, he loves Jungle Boy, Joe. Jung- his music. I was at an event for people with disabilities, and that song came on like three or four times, and I was jammed. I was doing you, could, you could sing that song. All, like That song is catchy. I think Chris Jericho's Judas song is catchy. Yeah, I was just sitting there doing like the quagmire on my neck the whole time. I was just like, that song could come on and like you'd be mad, and then that comes back. Oh, that's me on the podcast. I'm the dancer. I like that. We ramble on the podcast too, so it's kind of like we ramble. We, ramble. we talk about food, we talk about pets, we talk about our lives, and we talk about mistakes yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite movie or a, a favorite movie? Yeah. yeah. So. What genre? What genre? Comedy. Comedy. Step Brothers. Oh gosh. Oh, horror. <laughs> horror. Horror. Yeah. The original Halloween. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, drama. Oh gosh. You stumped her, Joe. The Notebook. The notebook. Yeah, that's, I mean, the mod, that's the mod's favorite movie too. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I cry every time, but I'm okay with that. Sometimes you need a good cry. Yeah. I guess cry randomly when I talk oh, about how uh, action. Oh, action. Here we go. <laughs> oh, favorite action movie. Action. Any movie with Chris Evans. Yep. Hmm. And then, and then obviously the favorite genre is sci-fi. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, you can hang out all day. It can out the mod. <laughs> yeah, I hate Star Trek with a passion. I can't do it. Jeez, <laughs> come in the geeks department. There's there's Riley Rocket hanging out with the mod, just crying on the couch with all the tissues. Guys, you're gonna have to get your own dinner. Get tacos for us, okay? Yeah, like I I can't I can't stand Star Trek. Star Wars, I'm obsessed, but Star Trek, absolutely not. I can't. There's, mm -mm. there's Baby Yoda right there. Yeah, I actually haven't finished watching The Mandalorian. We stopped. My dad goes, my dad's like, eh. But we watched, there's a series, if you, there's a series on Netflix called Atypical. Have you mm -hmm. ever heard of that series? It's about a kid with um, uh, uh, autism, living his, how, he, how he lives his life. Yes. Really good series. Michael Rappaport is the dad. Okay. Um, it's, it's now officially, this is the fourth and final season. I've watched it for three seasons. It's one of the best series you can watch. It's called Atypical. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah I'm, I'm watching Supernatural right now on Netflix. That's a good show. Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with, like, crime. And this sounds weird, but I'm obsessed with crime and forensics and, you know, murder. It sounds weird, and I don't mean for it to sound weird, but I'm actually going to school for criminal psychology. So that kind of stuff just fascinates me. That's cool. You know, everybody has their own thing. You know, like I find, I find the weirdest things interesting. Like I'm really into the paranormal and like mm -hmm. old buildings always in, where I live in Pennsylvania, we, I live in like a really small town, like one stoplight. And there's a oh, lot wow. of old buildings in there. Sometimes I walk into a building and I go, yeah. Yeah, this is haunted. Yeah. This, this is haunted. This place is haunted. Yep. Yep. I, I think, yeah. So there's a museum that's in my town. The Columns Museum actually has the flag that they put, draped over Lincoln's face when he when they assassinated him. I don't know if I'd be able to handle that emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I went we went to a ghost there's a ghost tour in my town in October. Okay. And they let you go in this building and has all this like old knickknacks. And I'm standing, I'm because I'm, I'm Mr. Ghostbuster. I went in my flight suit and I'm standing by the stairs. And this, there's a spirit of a woman in an old outfit that's in the building. I'm standing by the stairs waiting for my friend. It's not a windy day. It's the middle of October, and yeah. this big, heavy gust of wind just comes flying past me, like tw up toward the stairs. Oh and I'm, wow. Like, I went like was like doing like looking around all tough, looking funny, huh? Ghostbusters, yeah. Nice. I'm just like this. My eyes went from this to. Yeah. I went out that door so fast. <laughs> that would have been fired by the Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, yeah. My training school is actually haunted. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. I have friends that I wrestle with that actually go ghost hunting. And we haven't gone ghost hunting at SOM yet, but we're I'm trying to convince them to bring their 
equipment and then we'll go ghost hunting together. You should definitely, because there's, there's certain ways you could do it. Either leave a camera and walk away, leave the camera, walk away, or leave the tape recorder in the middle of the ring or wherever you leave it and just ask a question and then leave so they could hear your question and answer well, you. Well, I mean, my even when my mom was there, like she's heard just random bumps. Like we have two rings in our training school and one bump is just like, we just hear random bump and nobody's even near the rings. It's the last two people there. So we're kind of like, oh my gosh. But yeah, no, it's, it's haunted. We've heard screams coming from walkie talkies. You know, we've heard uh, the clanking of weights from downstairs in the basement moving and yeah. So have you guys had fans at your shows lately or has it just been like Mm -hmm. you guys? Yeah. 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 What's your first match like in front of a crowd? My first match in front of a crowd was actually at a fair show, and it was in front of, like, 500 people. It was scary and intimidating, but it was the first ever all-women's match at SOM. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Do you get recognized in public or? uh... Yeah, I did. I actually, I don't know. um, I don't know if you can see it, but there's me. And that's actually the picture that was in the front of the newspaper. It's me putting somebody in a Boston crab. That was the first ever women's match at the oh, fair. Wow. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. so awesome. So so, pe- so people, if you're like in the supermarket, people actually recognize you? or uh... Some of them actually, yes. Like, I work at Chick-fil-A, and I have some people come through the drive-thru, and they're like, you look familiar. And I was like, uh, do you watch professional wrestling? And some of them are like, yeah, yeah. What have I seen you on? I was like, well, I'm a swingerella on impact. I wrestle at SOM. So you've probably seen me on there. That's so crazy. Like, yeah, I've seen you in person before. And I was like, Oh, okay. Hi. It's nice to meet you. You know, I have a funny question. What do you think about the whole thing Virgil did to uh, Hogan's daughter? I think I'm aware of what happened. You didn't hear what happened? He was out mm-hmm. somewhere. What was that at where what where was it, Geek? He was at some kind of like event, I think. Virgil was at an event and um Brooke was there and Brooke wanted to take a picture with him. She took a picture of him. He charged her twenty dollars to take a picture. Brooke Holden? Yeah. You didn't hear that? That's insane. I do know some wrestlers that charge uh, some indie wrestlers that do charge for selfies and for phone p- pictures, but I think that's kind of silly because if they're going to buy a phone picture, they might as well just buy a picture that you have printed out yeah. already. Yeah. I don't feel like there's a need for them to pay to get a picture on their phone. Like, hey, uh, if, um, if you make it to WWE or Impact, you'll be like, guys, sorry, $30 for this interview. $30 an hour. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm scared about having Al Snow because he just told me, sure, no problem. I'll come on this date. And my friends are like, next, one of the guys in the past episode said, what would you do if he did the whole interview? And then he's, he emailed you the, uh, the thing, the invoice. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be heartbroken because he didn't tell me he was charging us. I'd be heartbroken. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, be like I'm. I'm doing this for your recognition, not, you know, to pay exactly. you. This is why 
this is why we do this because we we love helping independent wrestling and yeah. independent wrestlers any way we can. We even, love even if they never make it to WWE, it's like they see you on our show. Like they say, I'll look her up. I'll buy a shirt from her or something. You know what I mean? A spreading, spreading the word out there. So right, and we, we love helping. And like you could even tell um your the prom- the promoter for your uh your you can tell Ricky. You could even tell the the guy that the promoter for your company to come on our podcast so we could talk about your promotion so it gets it gets the name out there. You know? Yeah. And tell the other people in the locker room, hey, dudes at ringside, I just did an interview with them. Get, get, go on their Instagram, hit them up. Even though even though we're sort of booked till 2022 right now. Oh, that's so good though. Yeah, we're we're getting people, so it's we're like using people in like like a like a like a like a like a train in Japan. <laughs> we're <laughs> people in like <laughs> <laughs> like geek is mad at no, me. No, no, yeah, I am mad at him because he says, "Can we squeeze this wrestling?" I'm like, "Dude, we have no dates left. We could squeeze them in." I'm like, "Come on!" He's like, "He's like, they need us." I'm like, you know. "Next Friday, Riley, he wants to kill me and hide the body under the under the house." Uh, we have five interviews in one day. Yes, Good. that's yeah. Yeah, he wants to hide the body. <laughs> it started off with three interviews in one day, and then Joe said, I'm like, where did all these interviews come from? I added them to Friday. You what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but, like, gives us excuse to eat tacos and, and talk, talk to wrestlers on the couch. <laughs> yeah, but not in one day. <laughs> no. You spread it. You spread it out. It'll be like a mukbang or something. Yeah, man. It's like you want to spread things out because otherwise the shows become going to become oversaturated. You don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. That's how Raw is. Three hours. How many times do people complain that you have Raw, SmackDown, NXT? There's too much wrestling. Yeah. And then everyone complains about it, but. Yeah, you did just did that, Joe. <laughs> Let's try and do that inside in one day, right? Yeah. It's funny during the middle of our show, we always we haven't had this now, but like we would do in interviews, and now Geek is connected to the the page, so we'll be talking, and all of a sudden, here, blue on his end, because wrestlers are messaging us on Instagram, and he always well, wonder. It, but it's bad because his phone now makes the blue loop sounds. Blue loop, blue loop. You yeah, know during the stream, yeah. I told I told Geek when I go to his house next week, I said, we're going to put our phones in his bedroom so the phones don't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not doing my typical Joe. <laughs> like, I have a tendency to, I'm like the, I'm like the MJF of the show. I'm like. I should be looking at my phone, but there's there's a few wrestlers from OVW. I don't know if you know of um, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yep. We tried to we tried to get her, but she didn't message me back. I know she probably gets a billion message DMs and messages. Probably, yeah. I actually just met her on Saturday. I was just at an all women's show. So oh I got wow. To meet her there. Mm-hmm. 
Well, if you speak to her in, in passing, tell her uh, Dudes at Ringside Podcast has been trying to get in touch with you and they want to see if you want to get an interview in the coming future. Oh. We would love to. We we were trying to get a few girls, but some of them, like, they've been busy, so they don't, they, one didn't get back to us, but mm-hmm. we had her and she just disappeared. Ghosted us. Yeah. She didn't, she disappeared on us. Didn't even tell us. That she didn't want to do it. She, we were signed on, everything, and the week before the show, she just disappeared. Poof, gone. I was like, "How do you do that?" So you signed on. Maybe she got it. Maybe she got. This. Um. Oh, uh, like I don't know. Like, go. Ah, ah. Oh no, everything just opened up. I don't know. This. Um. I don't know how to get it to go away now, Geek. Oh, you always want to Um, Riley, if if you have to go, we can well, we we can totally understand. Okay. Yeah, I gotta. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, so I gotta get some sleep before that. Okay, I no think, problem. Thanks for coming on, right? Thank you so much. Yeah, so much thanks so for much. having me. This was fun. We well, definitely love to have you come back in the future. Yes. Maybe maybe you'll win a title when you come back. Yeah, I actually do have a title in Arkansas, but really, yeah. Do they let you bring it home with you, or do they have to, you have to get back to the motor? You did, okay. yeah, yeah. But I have to go. I have to go get it fixed when I go back down there because the belt doesn't fit, right? Oh, no. Yeah, I have to get like the adjustments on the sides so it'll fit around my waist. I've got a small waist, but like this is like smaller than child size. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. So, if you have, also two more things before you go. If you're in okay. a rivalry, would you like to call out anybody? I do not have a rivalry right now. And well, you, you were in a match with a girl that was on our podcast. So, do you want to say hi to your the, the crazy little Trixie? Where you go? Hi, Trixie. <laughs> there you go. I mean, <laughs> I get to wrestle her again in Arkansas. So. I get to relinquish my title and keep my title. She's gonna fight for it, but she's not gonna get it. So, ooh, ooh, we gotta remember that. Get that clip so you can show Trixie yeah. in, on July thirtieth. <laughs> Do you want to send her a message so we can send it to her before you go? Um, just watch out. This title is mine. Here it is. Design. Look at there it is. There it is. There's the title. Heavyweight Championship, FWA Freelance Wrestling Alliance in Prescott, Arkansas. Dudes at ringside, the home of the champions. <laughs> I have to say it because you sound you you have you you say you say it not fun. It's dudes at ringside podcast, the home of champions. champions. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Riley gets. <laughs> The girl everyone that comes on a podcast so far has been a champion. Yes, really? it's like almost everybody. Yeah. My dad makes fun of me. He goes, Randy, that's well, the real name, Randy. Randy, I go, oh, I have this champion, that champion. He goes, do you ever have anybody that's not a champion that's a jobber? And then I kind of like shrugged my shoulders. And I was like, not really. Then I went, oh, kind of horrible to say this. Yeah. We've had – We've had a uh, little mean Kathleen from Boston. She doesn't win her many matches. Poor girl. Okay. She, but she's a good wrestler, little mean Kathleen. You yeah. and her would 
she's a super nice person. Oh, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Somebody try. You could start following little mean Kathleen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll anything you, you want to plug? Anything you want to plug before you run off? Um, just watch me every Sunday on SOM Five Hundred Five Live. Keep watching Impact on Thursdays, and you might see me. I don't know when, but you might see me. Um, also, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. It's at Rocket Riley. And then also, if you ever tag me in a post or whatever, use the hashtag Year of the Rocket. Right. Year of the Rocket. All right. I got to remember. Good luck in Impact. Yeah. Hope, hopefully they sign you. Fingers crossed. <laughs> right? Yes. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. That was fun. That was a fun interview, Joe. That was so, a fun interview. Doesn't matter how many people watched it. We are we know we know we're, we're, we're blasting back into Earth now. Earth's yeah, we're going back. Going back down so, to Earth. So we're, we're all right, Joe. Let's take it away back to Earth now. All the right. Ship has, the ship has landed, right? <laughs> say uh, say your goodbyes, friendy. All right, you guys could always donate to us at httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside, httpstreamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. And remember, it's like, I want to thank everybody, Riley Rocket for coming on our show, Tamaku for stopping in. Threatening <laughs> our guest. <laughs> wanting to fight her. <laughs> Threatening our guest. <laughs> Tamaku, you maniac. <laughs> She's a little. She's 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 harmless. She's a star girl. Oh, we didn't mention that the girl from Scotland is a star girl too. Oh God, Galaxy Battle, <gasps> the Galaxy Battle, all the galaxies, right? Oh jeez. All right, all right, Joe. If you want to uh, end the show, we can end it. Well, thank you so much to Riley Rocket for coming on our podcast. That was so cool. Um. Just check her out. She's cool. She's got so many good moves. Go on YouTube, watch her stuff. She's from Galaxy Far, Far Away, and she's so awesome. Trained by a legendary wrestler from the tag team. And I would like to say thank you guys. As always, for coming to watch. Kind of hang out with us at ringside. You guys, tell your friends. Please tell your friends to follow us on everything you can and even make sure you check us out on any social media you can and anywhere you find a podcast. It helps us out. It helps us helps out a lot. If you want to donate, do it. You don't have to. Just hang out but, with us. But just just follow us. That's free. Follow us. Free. Follow, and follow us on iHeartRadio. Don't forget that. And thank you to my grandfather. Thank you to my cousin. Thank you for to my uncle's godfather for lighting the way for all Latino wrestlers. See you Friday. Thursday.